You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and davy brazen and raging bringing you the thrills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady dvp the bd elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady dvp the bd elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BDE Elite. We are your dynamates here on Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night. Yeah. You found us wherever you find your podcast. And of course, twitch.tv slash podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Uh, yes, Chris Leone, Cody, the biggest baby face in wrestling. Shout out. Cody is the biggest baby face in all of professional wrestling. Never forget. Yeah. Wow. What a night of dynamite. Wow. That we're going to talk about here on so, this show. Yeah. This is going to be a long show, I feel. <laughs> Strap in. You got a Red oh, Bull. Oh, boy. You, gra- you went to the fridge to grab a Red Bull, and you came back with a Red Bull in two old fashions. So. Yeah. Well, it's our, our yeah. last show together. Last show together until... For a while. So. Until we, like, Zoom. So cheers stuff. to that. There you go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah, you're going back to your motherland mm-hmm. uh, next week. So you're going to take a, uh, a week off. And then uh, you will still be doing shows, though, via Zoom and stuff. Uh, same times and stuff. We'll even be going yeah. on Twitch and stuff. Yes. Uh, next week for Up Next, NXT 2.0, I'm going to be joined by Mr. Shot in the Dark from the streets of his mind, John Cena. Nice. He's going to chat NXT. And then... Uh, I guess I'll say for this show next week, I'm going to, I tried uh, thinking outside the box and I reached out to a friend we kind of made uh, during uh, Arthur Ashe 
week yep. or weekend, I guess, in uh, New York. I never took a sip of my drink <laughs> you, yet. You were like doing a drunk speech at a wedding. At a wedding? That's how I felt. I had <laughs> and then next drink. week, I want to give it up for... <laughs> yeah, no, that was last night after uh, watching NXT and Gunther and all that. That was us drinking. Like, oh, man. Yeah, now I I'm, think this one affected me more tonight. Yeah, we didn't even drink. This is our first drink of the night. Yeah, we didn't is. even drink because we were like, this show is The show enough. is insane. It was enough. Insane. Uh, yeah, next week I'll be joined by John Cena for Up Next and then BD Elite, um, Cassidy, the spoiler from Bodyslam.net. Oh. Yeah, so we kind of uh, got to hang out with him a little bit in New York and I always I was like, hey, why don't we cross-promote sometime? So uh, he's going to join me next week. I think he's going to a show or something, like maybe New York for GCW. So mm. I know he said he's, he's going to come back and make it for the show. So that'll be doing. And Dicky Bird's going to help run the Twitch because I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So Dickie's, okay. Dickie's there. <laughs> Dickie's there to, to run the show. Uh, so yeah, that'll be a, a lot of fun. So join awesome. us next week after Twitch, uh, after a dynamite on Twitch, uh, 1015 Eastern on Tuesday and Wednesday for both shows, even though you're away. So we'll have some fun. Yeah. And then, uh, we're doing a, you're doing a, uh, like a tailgate before the rumble, right? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, anyone who's a Patreon member, subscriber, whatever you want to say, a patron is what I should have said. Uh, you are invited to the Royal Rumble tailgate, which means we hang it over Zoom. Yeah, I can join in. Yeah, you should. I will. Yeah, if yeah. you're if you're around, definitely come hang out. So what happens is if, if you are a patron, uh, you get the invite to join us at a specific time on the Saturday before the Rumble. We all hang out. We have these have been insanely fun. We never go. We go in with like, okay, should we like do this? Like one time we did it in our old backyard, our old place. And we were planning beer, we were beer pong, pong and stuff. karaoke, and it never even got to that. It got even and crazier the goofy and wilder. Hat came on, and really yeah, once the goofy hat comes on, it gets it gets goofy. Mm. So yeah, uh, those are always a blast. And I know a few people already told me like, "Hey, I'm down. I'm going to be there." So now, the the strength in numbers. So you're all invited if you're a patron, and you should be because for only five bucks, North American tier, you get access to our retro NXT reviews, all of our retro pay per view reviews, like. The Royal Rumble 2000. Yeah. Out later this week with uh, world champ patron Chris Elliott. So that's going to be awesome. Talking all about some Rumble stuff. Because, damn, that's one of the best. Cactus Jack Triple H. Yeah. I think this is one of my favorite rock promos ever from this one, if I remember right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Great match. The the two cool uh, Rikishi Rikishi. spot in the Rumble. Yeah. All-time classic. So yeah. we, we talked about that in top five, I think, yeah, a one couple time. of years ago. Yeah, so so many shows. We also recorded another up yours with world champ patron and BDE champ. Fire Frank. Was it two two belts? Fire Fire Frankie, Frankie, Frankie two, belts. two belts. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He's chosen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We recorded it today and we talk all about the nineteen ninety movie. So uh go rewatch that and then give the listen to it. When I release it out this weekend. But five bucks for all these shows and everything else we've ever done. All the best matches ever. And that's it. And uh, you get to join the tailgate and all that stuff as well. Yeah. So fun Always times. a fun time. Yeah. Great stuff going on here at uh, the BDE. Yeah. 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 We appreciate you hanging out with us. Yeah. Um, are we okay about the Gunther thing now? Have we moved on? I've kind of moved on. I think it's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just being Now you're just being coy. No, I do think like... Uh, it sounds like uh, he's just Gunther. They're not going by this Gunther Stark thing, right. which I I would like to hope is just a like stupid accident, you know? Or, like, give the benefit of the doubt. As soon as it came out, they didn't use it. I think 
Gunther's as good as Walter. I'm just used to Walter. Yeah, because we said last night, it's like, yeah, Walter's not even the like the coolest name, but he did make it work. It is his real name too, which yeah. I didn't realize. But like, so how can they just trademark Walter? Just call him Walter. Like, I don't know. This is weird. No, because they want to own it. Yeah, they, they want, want to. And he's like, they no, want to then make it. Walter into this huge yeah. thing, Gunther. It's gonna be Gunther. And then, then he's like, ah, you can't use that. We own Gunther. Can't wait for Gunther versus Roman. Yeah. It's going to be lit. Uh, we we kind of briefly mentioned their GCW. I talked about it last week. Um, I've convinced you since you're leaving on Tuesday that we have we had the going away party that got too out of control on the too weekend. Too out of control. We're not going to do that again. I, I meant to do it on Friday, and I'm okay. scared. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Sunday, me and you are just going to watch GCW. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it looks like a pretty fun card. Jeff Jarrett. Versus the- Effie, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's like this like old man Jarrett. Like cowboy old yeah. man, cowboy chair. I'm, I don't know. It's the most over he's ever been. Yeah, possibly. Even when he was before he was in NWA champion TNA. Um, yeah, Moxley versus Homicide. He just get, manages to get into everything, doesn't he? Doesn't he? I always. God bless him. Such a nice guy, though. Yeah. Sorry, Moxley chair. Homicide. Moxley Homicide. I think that's the main event. I thought they were friends. Didn't? Ah. Did I see Homicide in AEW? He showed up at Arthur Ashe. It Did was, that happen? It was just a dream. Was it? Because yeah. I was a bit sleepy. It was all a dream. Okay, so they're not friends. They're facing each other. He did show up at Arthur Ashe, but uh, as Eddie Kingston, I think, joked on social media, like, yeah, I tried to get my friend a job, but this time <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> so then we haven't seen Homicide. Right. But Homicide is in GCW, so we're seeing Mox versus Homicide. Excellent. I think that's the main event. Okay. Uh, I don't have the rest of the card in front of me at the moment, but I think it's Ali Catch, Ruby Soho. Ruby. That's You've pretty got cool. Matt Cardona versus Joey Janela. Right. In custody of his wife, or Chelsea match. Green, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. I don't know, really know what that is, but uh, there's that crazy lucha match. Yeah. All those guys, El Gringo. The ladder or, match. The ladder match. Yeah. It's like the AEW one, the grab. Oh, we'll, grab get, we'll get to there. <laughs> oh, that's another ladder match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think there's even like a, a battle royale now in the thing, but there's a few other things there. Sounds fun. Yeah. So no people going. Listeners people are, are excited. Going. Yeah. yeah. A few of our listeners are going. So give us some feedback. Uh, we're we're not going to do a show or anything. We're just going to watch it. Yeah. Follow us on the socials. We'll get, we'll tweet out some thoughts. There yes. you go. Nice tease. Nice easy night for us. Yeah. Let's get lit and watch GCW. It'd be great. Yeah. What what's going to be weirder, that show or this show that we're going to talk about? I mean, this show did not have uh Jeff Jarrett. It did have Sting it had Cody. diving off it the had stage Cody. through a table. Did did it have Sting diving off stage through? <laughs> no, you're right. It did have Sting it diving did. through a table. Yeah. Uh Wow. Yeah. I I'm st- yeah. We, there's a there's this was the weirdest episode of Dynamite. It was really weird. I Was it? Was it? what we were smoking or was it the episode or was it both man i don't know i just couldn't i i know that the hype was around moxley i think tk was like well if he's wrestling for gcw then his return has got to be on our show yeah is what i yeah so they're taping the match with ethan page probably right now as we speak no it's live this week oh rampage is live rampage is live okay so cool so so that's a draw for friday for sure yeah and hook and they're loading this show (laughs) mox and hook mox and hook yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Hook's uh, a draw. Uh, he's, he's, when you take him off Rampage, what yeah. happens? No one watches. It's when true. When he's on it's it, hi. Everyone watches it. 
Yeah. Uh, Moxley is going to face Ethan Page is kind of what we gather from mm. what happens later. But um, do you think they go to the Danielson-Moxley feud as like the next big thing? Because we never got to that. Yes, I do. So maybe he comes out because we haven't seen Danielson since that loss. Don't know what the story kind of would tie in, but I'm interested in seeing that. Well, match. they didn't they didn't have the match. They were meant to have the match. You can just go right to it. Uh, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. Well, uh, let's get into it, I guess. Yeah. Let's talk about some dynamite. Yeah. Because boy, it's it's an interesting show. We start off with what I think is the highlight of this show, which was awesome, quite frankly. And if you're for whatever reason listening to this and didn't watch, I think you should watch this promo. John Moxley has been away because of. Uh, what they've said was alcohol addiction. Mm. He, he uh, checked himself into rehab and was working on himself and was going away for a little bit. And, well, they announced that he was – we knew he was coming back at some point short, soon. Yeah. And uh, it was announced that he was wrestling for GCW. So, yeah, here they are like, hey, he's back here tonight. He's going to cut a promo. And it, he comes out and it's the wild thing. He's looking a lot maybe, what, thinner, maybe a bit more He's jacked. looking good. Yeah, really good. He comes out and it's pretty hot for him here. And he comes down into the ring, whole entrance. He's super over. And the music stops. He has the microphone. Literally, as he's breathing in the and taking in the crowd, cheering for him here, he's just about to start talking. And someone in the crowd chants something. I couldn't really hear it. No. The first time around, I still can't quite hear it. But. Some people in, in the internet pe- and people who were there said that he was – someone had chanted, get this alcoholic out of the – piece of trash out of the ring or something um, like that. That's what I'm just reading from people saying that's what they heard. But I, I myself can't hear that when I listen. And Moxley replies with, shut the fuck up. Fuck you. <laughs> get that guy out of <laughs> get here Get that now. guy out of here right now. And uh, yeah. Damn. F bombs on dynamite. Yeah, right away. Welcome I'm to like, TBS. So too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn. Imagine watching Big Bang Theory. Bazinga. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but like, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sino in the Twitch chat right now saying some someone said it was get this drunken piece of trash out of the ring. That is awful. Boo. Fuck that guy. So see, yeah, Moxley was right for for saying that, and it was great. We never see that on no, in wrestling. It was- they might get in trouble for that one. <laughs> but Mox don't give a shit. Yeah, we don't give a shit. Yeah. I'll eat the fine. Love it. Hey, fuck you, pay me, John Moxley. Uh, it is cool to see him back. But he cuts a promo here, and he says that he was thinking to himself a while back. He was asleep on a plane, and he had a dream. But he woke up from this bad dream. He was on the side of a road, and he was on his hands and knees in the dirt. He was dirty, and there was this black cloud above him, this demon, and it was... Like laughing at me, and then he starts going into nobody gets through this life unscathed. Clearly talking about some of his recent stuff and scars. He's got more scars than most. Um, he goes into talking about everyone being perfect and that he's not perfect. And if everyone was perfect, it would be a boring place. And this is me. He says, "There's people who tried to write me off or doubt me. I take all that shit and I want to shove it right up your ass." He just loves – he's just badass Moxley yeah. here. He then says, I don't run from these demons. I beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Doing it again. He says, so thank you all. Anyone who's ever supported me, we're going on a ride. 2022, I'm grabbing this business by the balls because now I am truly free. 
and I'm thirsty. And you thought I was dangerous before that? Well, nowadays, all I drink is blood. Damn. He drops the microphone. Walks Fucking out. great promo. Yeah. Well, I didn't even feel like a promo, was it? It was no. just from the heart, how he's feeling. And yeah. Fuck yeah. Mox is back. He's got such a great energy. Um, yeah, he's fantastic. And he has been missed. Now you see him back. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a lot I'm excited to see with you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I'm happy to see him back. And I thought this was a very good pro. I, I actually, I've, I've said before on so many times on this show, I hated Dean Ambrose, but I mm. instantly love this John Moxley guy. And every time it's like the next step of him. And this is part of the real life thing. And now it's, he's making it, in, you know, blending that real life into wrestling again. And it wasn't real blending anything. He's just kind of telling his side of the story, almost saying like his side of the story, yeah. uh, saying sorry to us, even though we don't really. Like, you know, we don't need to just say, we know, we know, man, we got you. But he's kind of doing the, like, you can uh, connect with it. It's, it's, it's cool yeah. seeing, like, a badass someone who guy. seems like a, yeah, badass, like, man's man. Like, I hate that term, but, you know, like, it's breaking the stigma, you know? It's right. like, you see someone who seems like would be macho and keeping shit to himself. He's opening up. It's definitely something like, AEW does. I think it's inspiring. Good. Yeah. It's good. AEW does that really well. Clearly with the Hangman character, it just in full stop. I'm pretty sure Forbes did an article mm. on him chain- breaking like how AEW, and they, I think they even bring up Moxley. In this, and that was what the article was about, actually, about how they're breaking this like yeah. stigma of, of professional it's wrestling. It's and what it's men like predominantly men watching this show. Yeah. Sure, like women watch it too, but it's predominantly men. And like mental health amongst men is like, serious a lot of time like suicide rates are highest in men and that kind of thing i think it's it's a good message uh and yeah he gets to swear on tv so yeah it was really badass to see that and fuck that guy yeah if that was the case that he did say something like that what what an asshole this felt like such a smaller venue this was a weird crowd in my opinion aw's been running some weird things maybe because they keep running the same spots i don't know i don't know if they come here but oh they did this is where the debut was this is where the debut was Yeah. yeah I don't DC. know. It fell off. There was a lot of people trying to heckle like that mm. randomly. And I get it. Wrestling shows, but weird, weird vibes. Um, after this, we go to, well, that was the show, actually. Let's, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> we go to MJF. No, we go no, to MJF. This was good. Yeah, this you know what? Good. This was all right. MJF is backstage. He's with Wardlow behind him. He says that CM Punk got powerbombed to the mat into oblivion, but. He almost got spinal, what, hypnosis, something like that. He says, and instead of taking the, the L on the chin, you, you had to show your true colors. You had to weasel your way out of another one. I like how MJF always twists whatever happened mm. into not the truth. He then says that, hey, I want to talk to Wardog. Wardlow, I'm sorry about last week. I lost my cool. And hey, Wardlow, it's your birthday today. So happy birthday. We want to have a great day. However, big man, you put your hands on me, and that's not something I can allow. So I'm going to dock your pay, and if you win me that future grab-the-brass-ring ladder match <laughs> and give me that TNT title. I was a little confused at this comment. Did no, not- yeah, remember whatever Wardlow wins yeah, is MJF. He gives it to him. And MJF's in, uh, sorry, Wardlow's in this grab-the-brass-ring Ladder match. When is this match? Revolution, I think. Okay, yeah. sure. He says, uh, and when you win me something, your your money will go back up. And then tonight, Punk has to face the chairman, 
the Canadian god against the PG punk, and he's going to get his first L. So he's he's hyping up himself, but then sorry, Wardlow, getting paid a little less. Wardlow was giving great looks just the whole time, yeah. just staring, kind of this smile on his face. Where one day, one day, I'm going to snap your head off. It's Triple H Batista. Yeah, it, it's it's really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying it. And I think what I love with MJF is at the beginning when he was apologizing, he's so good at sounding sincere, which makes him such more of a shit. Mm-hmm. But then I think one day, if you ever do turn him, I, I do think he'd be a good baby face because he has got this kind of sincerity. He's a good actor. Yeah. He's evil. He's a menace. We go to our next match, which is a tag team match between... A couple and uh, not a couple. Orange Cassidy and friends, friends, best friends. Best friends that's right. Uh, it's not quite an intergender match because the men can't face the women and vice versa. Yeah, like, it's mixed tag. Yeah, so it's just the normal mixed tag. I thought it was going to be kind of intergender because we have not. We have we seen that in AEW? No, I th- no, we we've not. As far as I'm aware, okay, we've had a few mixed tags. Yeah. And we've had, like, tonight where there's been interaction. Yeah. But I don't think we've had intergender. Right. So JR was excited for this match. (laughs) JR's okay with mixed tags. He hates intergender. Right. Okay, got it. Just checking. Adam Cole gets his own entrance. Britt Baker gets her own entrance because they're mega stars. Mm -hmm. AEW women's champ. And then Orange Cassidy and Chris Datlander come out. But they come out to the Pixies, so they get a pass, too, because it's always awesome. So this is... uh, a max, mixed match. I keep forget What was the, the WWE thing? The mixed match challenge? Yeah, yeah, that was great, wasn't it? They, they need to do it again. I think. <laughs> do they? Yeah. All right. Do it. Bring it back. <laughs> uh, there's Statlander who's in and tags in Orange Cassidy. So whenever they have to tag, Britt, though, is in with Orange and stops him from fighting Cole. So Orange does his Orange Cassidy kick. So the he's not... Kicks. Yeah, he's not actually kicking her. But... She no-sells it and then stomps on his foot. And then finally Chris tags in and beats down on Britt, who then tags back in Cole, getting the heel heat. He hits a pump kick to Orange Cassidy. Um, They send, I think, is it Cole to the outside when then Statlander hits a vertical suplex but holds Britt upside down. And then it's Orange Cassidy like kind of balancing her out and then like walking around the ring like whistling and then... Just ever so slightly pushes it, and then it falls over, like almost like a Jenga block or domino effect or something. Uh, and it's only a near fall. Uh, there's then um, the Statlander hits like the flipping moonsault to the outside when the pendulum, right? Yeah, and Orange Cassidy does his lazy, lazy dive. This is the laziest thing. dive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's this one's just falling off the apron. Yeah. So that's not even a lot of height there, but looks great. Um, there's then a backbreaker on Brit in the ring, a blue thunderbomb for a near fall. Brit comes back with the fisherman neckbreaker for a near count. Um, Orange and, and Cole are now in, and then uh, Orange counters like the last shot or the Ushiguroshi into like a stun dog. But then Brit hits Cassidy with the stomp, which Statlander comes in, beats down on Brit, Falcon Arrow, but it's a kick out. Goes to hit the 450, but Cole covers Britt and says, no, 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 stop. Statlander hits it anyways. The sat, what is it? The Area 451, still a great creative name for the character, uh, hits it on Cole on top of Britt Baker, but it's a kick out. Cole gets hit with the beach break. He kicks out of that. 
There's then super kicks, and on the outside, he's he looks as if he's going for the Panama, but Statlander stops it. So it looks like Cole's about to hit Statlander. Yeah, she just <laughs> launches Orange into the ring. Yeah, and she's going to take it. And Cole thinks about it. for The camera, like, it's teasing us. Like, he's going to hit this destroyer on Statlander. But then finally, like, leaving us hanging, it cuts to Britt, who hits Statlander with her destroyer. The Pittsburgh sunrise. Yeah, boots her in the face. Yeah. And hits the destroyer on the stage. So Cole is like, just like, wow, I'm so proud. Turns in the ring, hits Cassidy with the Panama sunrise. But Cassidy kicks out. Britt and Cole look at each other like, how are they kicking? How did he kick out of this? I can't figure it out. Uh, they then set up a table, which then Britt accidentally gets sent through by Orange. So Britt goes through the table. He turns around and gets a hit with a low blow from Adam Cole when the ref is distracted. And then the boom. Adam Cole looks like he's going to murder him. You just see yeah, him his behind face. looking as Cassidy's looking to the floor at Britt yeah. and upset about what he's done. So he low, hits him in the balls and then hits the boom, the, what he used to call the last shot, to the back of the head. And he been, pins him and then goes checks on Britt. But yeah. Yeah, he celebrates first and then goes. <laughs> he like, waits to get his hand raised. Classic and then goes heel. Check on Britt. Classic heel move, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was pretty fun. It was quite nuts, actually. Yeah. Um, I think I tend not to like mixed tags in the past because I, I find them. The like whole tag thing weird. Like you just tag and then you got to switch over, and it's like ah, hey, we just got two singles matches going on. But it can work and it can be fun. And I thought this was a lot of fun. It just so so many nuts things like the the stupid stuff with Orange and Chris. Like yeah. The suplex. The suplex thing was funny, and then uh, yeah, it just got crazy with the stuff on the stage. And no, I, I enjoyed this a lot. More destroyers. More Always destroyers, destroyers. Right. Kicks in the face. Destroyers like, uh, you know, when you're putting s- spices in your food, just a little sprinkle of it, mm. and then usually, <laughs> but this one only had two. Yeah. It was cool to see that. Yeah. I like, I like when, I like when couples in wrestling do each other's wrestling moves. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. It's, it's nice. like, that's gotta be the, the cutest thing you could do yeah. if you're in the wrestling. Like, tell, tell us if we're wrong. Like, you're, it's great. Like when Edge did the glam slam, come on. Oh yeah, we've got that mixed tag coming up. Johnny's done a bunch of Candice's moves. She does yeah, the Gargano escape. Ones. Yeah, like you know, every, Indian love. Dexter. <laughs> yeah, what is she's done the silence right and his right? crawl. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's taking it to the next level. Love, really. baby. What is has Cole done any of Brit's moves? Uh, he's done the, the claw. Didn't he do the? That's the right. Thing? He did it in NXT. In NXT, that's the, right. Sorry, that's what's right. it called? The mandible claw. Man, yeah, the the. Fucking mouth check. What's it called? What's she call mouth it? Mouth check. She's a dentist. Gingivitis. <laughs> what does she call it? Fuck. The dentist's hook? No. I thought, <laughs> I thought it's called the mandible claw. No, that's... The lock jaw. The lock jaw. There we go. Thank you, Twitch Room. Yeah. The lock jaw. Wow. Cheers. Yeah. She should have a move called gingivitis. Gingivitis. What would it be? Yeah. Um, Something like to the mouth. Gingivitis, like the do with Adam Cole's like running knee, but like to the face or something. It's like a gum thing in it, gingivitis. And the gums, oh, yeah, true, maybe not. What's the one where your breath stinks? Halitosis. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. Could know. be a mist. <laughs> spray, no, she could spray you with the like the mouth, make your your breath smell nice. Spray. <laughs> <laughs> Getting into dentistry. Uh, so yeah, the, the it couple here in AEW, Adam Cole and Britt Baker win the match. Um, but 
they 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 almost as if Excalibur's throwing to the interview with he's like, Hey, Adam Cole's mad, we're gonna talk to him right now. And then they're like, actually hold on, and then they they go to commercial, but um they also mentioned that Hook will be on Rampage, as we kind of mentioned. Mm. So he'll be facing Serpentico. Yes. They did a nice little video package for him later as well, just yeah. showing uh how handsome he is. It's true. So they kept that what was it, the stone cold no, the cold hearted Handsome man. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Holland. Yeah. We go to Chris Jericho and Proud and Powerful backstage. They're being interviewed and they mention that Eddie Kingston is out with an injury, which does suck. Yeah, Orbital, right? Damn, is he going to wear a mask like The Undertaker? uh, Maybe. Yeah, I think they said like three weeks. Oh, okay. That's good. That's not bad. Not not long. Oh, damn. Okay. That's awesome. Maybe I thought he like hurt his leg or something because I saw him selling a knee. I was like, man, this guy's... He's always selling Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure he's like Matt Jackson in his back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's selling, brother. Um, Chris Jericho says, I don't give a rat's ass about Eddie Kingston. And Proud and Powerful step in. They're like, yo, tread lightly how you talk about our boy. Don't mention his name like that. Don't mention his name. He's, Eddie rang some truth when he said that you're the reason we haven't been world tag team champions and maybe there is some truth in that we've been fighting all your battles so next week in a trios match against 2.0 and daniel garcia we'll we'll win the match and prove we don't need you and then uh they walk off so jericho is just standing there with his hoodie half unzipped yeah you always got to commit to the full zip or no zip at all brother always never do the half zip uh also he he uh he then says, G- he, this is two weeks in a row now. He's been trying to get this GFY thing over. And apparently now he's got a T-shirt saying it. Buddy, drop this. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's not, I feel Jericho's really trying at the moment to find something new. He's, he's always been like the king of like reinventing himself. Right. And I feel he's kind of bland right now. And I feel he's reaching for things to try and, Stay relevant. So he was like, oh, that, that punk Eddie Kingston feud worked. How about I do that? And GFY. let's try and get this GFY thing over. GFY. To join the AHA, AHFO. GFY. GFY. A, B, C, E, F, G. A, Y. Yeah. Um, Did I mess that up? But I thought Santana and Ortiz sounded good. Uh, I don't think they need Jericho anymore. And I'm kind of... Uh, I kind of like this idea of them kind of pulling away from Jericho, maybe formally kind of ending the inner circle. The inner circle is breaking apart. Yeah. They're falling apart. Damn. Um, I, I like when Proud and Powerful are more so their, themselves and sound more Santana serious. Santana especially. Yeah. So it is interesting that they do reference like that Eddie Kingston remark mm. and like, yeah, you know what? We're not too chummy with you right now. So that is good. Jericho, honestly, like, go away for half yeah. a year. Although every time we say that, he comes back. He went away for like six weeks. Okay. I didn't miss him. Yeah. I was saying. Yeah. A bit longer. But yeah, this GFY thing, nah. It's weird. GFY. GFY. <laughs> <laughs> what does it stand for? <laughs> we go to... Marvez and Adam Cole. Here we go. The angry Adam Cole interview. We were promised. It's not even a creative shirt. Just says GFY. 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 Jericho. Edgy. 
GFY. Fuck. That's a terrible show. Sorry. Um, we call this show BD Elite. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> GFY, bro. Uh, Marvez with Adam Cole. He's upset. He's angry. He takes the microphone right away from him and says, get out of here. And says, Orange Cassidy, you've been a thorn in my side ever since I got here. And now you put my your hands on my girlfriend. Well, Orange, I've done everything. I beat you in everything. Tag matches, mixed tags. Well, how about now I beat you in singles match? Next week is beach break. So I'm going to destroy you. And in anything goes, lights out match. And it has been signed and official. So this will be the main event next week, I is assume. Um, this sounds absolutely nuts. Yeah, Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy. We've seen Orange Cassidy step up in big matches, and obviously Adam Cole as as well. So definitely interested. In this. Is this where you debut Gargano? For what reason? Just to screw it's over the main Cole? event. He doesn't like Cole. Maybe he joins Cole. Oh man, I don't know. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if Gargano is showing up. Rumble. Maybe that makes more sense. Mm. The whole new main roster on WWE will be John Gargano. They're going to rename him too, right? Maybe just Gargano. <laughs> Gargano on WWE. No, but that's his real name, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, they'll rename him. So was Walter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll just rename him. Yeah. It's something superhero gimmick. Something like that. Mm. Yeah, maybe he does show up. I don't know. I would like to see him wrestle in other places uh, just because I am a big fan of him. But it kind of seems like maybe we won't be seeing him. But maybe with that attitude, I'll be even more excited if he does show up. That aside, though, I think this match sounds great. Yeah. Seeing Orange do a bit of a bloodbath. It's going to be great. Blood Orange. We've seen Blood Orange. We've seen the juice get There have been a lot of street fights recently, though. (laughs) They love street fights. Tony Khan loves it. He loves this shit. It's a lot. It's And then what was that article? It was a six-man tag street fight last week, right? What was the... To Rampage. Was the Toronto Star article about WWE says, like, yeah, we don't do that These women mutilating themselves. Yeah, yeah. All that. Damn. Yeah. Trust Tony Khan's wild. That's why you suck. We don't let our women mutilate themselves. Well, your show sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you just you dress them up as schoolgirls. <laughs> yeah, and let them play with dolls. Mm. And have two and leave them matches. alone with Briggs and Jensen. Announce the first ever tournament, like, and then make the matches like yeah. a minute eighty sec, like eighty minute, mm. whatever. Fuck. Yeah. But they have Ollie J. So we do. Yeah. That, I mean, what more can we ask for on NXT? I'm ex- you're going to miss it. You're going to have no, to watch it. it. You're going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Ollie J. Well, that's a match announced next, for, next week. Yeah, and it sounds, sounds great. great. We go to a video for CM Punk and Sean Spears, and it's showing a little rivalry between MJF and CM Punk. And then some of Sean Spears' antics, and it inclu- includes using a chair because he just just loves chairs, man. Mm. It just really does. Uh, so it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he does puts me in his a entrance. <laughs> Sean Spears entrance. Yeah, why has this not been talked about enough? Why is this like not he's had about? this since the beginning? Yeah, you know? but it's just the the cabaret. West Side Story. Cab- yeah, Moulin Rouge. Sat on, the, sat on the chair with his hood up, his whistle. Tully's just abandoned him. 
good. <laughs> Tully's smart. Tully's like, I tried my best with this lad. Didn't work out. He just loves chairs. <laughs> fucking loves chairs. <laughs> he's got a wife at home. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with him. He just loves chairs. <laughs> Uh, Fuck. His entrance is so funny. They're at a department store. He just goes missing and like and finds he's him. He's deliberately like doing this. Like yeah. he's clearly like, okay, it'll be funny if I'm just really into chairs. But the entrance is him like still doing that pose, sitting down <sighs> with the weird whistle, and it's not like a cowboy whistle. It's like 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 you said, like a cabaret whistle. Yeah. And then the lights kind of come on, and then he's got this hood, but he's not wearing anything else. So it's just the hood from something. And then he's like, he holds it up like, oh, 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 I'm going to peek my head. And then, okay, here we go. And then picks up the chair, chair, goes into the ring. His choice of weapon is the weapon that everyone uses yeah. as well. Yeah, it's so it's so interesting. And I hope one day we get to hear what was going on. Hey, look, it's, it's working for him, I guess. CM Punk beats him in three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it's working for him. Yeah, that's great. No, this is perfect. CM Punk gets him with the GTS, it's done. Didn't need anything more than this. I perfect. Clapped and and I, I and think cheered. the fact that they gave him his full entrance as well made it funnier. Fuck. This is so funny. No, this was great. Perfect. What it needed to be. Oh, man. And then as he celebrated. I don't, yeah. Uh, the chat's asking. But was this a Guinness World Record, though? And no, we no. should congratulate, because I feel she's one of ours. Yes. Aaliyah, breaking the world record. Three 3.17 seconds. Wow. She beat Natalia. So good for her. It's crazy. Punk, he couldn't beat that. He couldn't. He couldn't beat the chairman that quickly. But I think The Rock beat Eric Rowan in twice that time. Like six seconds? Yeah. Damn. Well, The only Rock match I've seen live. <laughs> Eric Rowan versus The Rock. Yeah, is it your favorite Rock? Would you say it's your? I favorite like The Rock. Match? I'd have liked to have you seen like a Rock Rowan. match live. Yeah, sorry. And Rowan. Rowan's one of us, isn't he? Rowan's He's an NXT. Rowan. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Punk just squashes him here. Poses up on the turnbuckle. MJF runs into the ring. He was on commentary, but he didn't even get to say anything quite that nasty yet because that's how quick this match was. And he goes to attack Punk, but he kind of scouts it and then grabs Maxwell by the scarf mm. and pulls him closer. And then finally Maxwell like escapes and rolls out of the ring. But Punk has his scarf. So puts the Burberry scarf around his neck, goes on the turnbuckle and does the classic ba- uh, breakfast club when Emilio's got the like string. On. Yeah, yeah, and he's like flossing it with it. So, yep. That, that he squashed Sean Spears. Good stuff. Yeah, exactly what this needed to be. Yeah. So this other people can learn from from CM Punk's efficiency <laughs> here. Just hit your finisher. Yeah, you'll win your match. One, probably. two, three. It's finisher. You probably win with it. Stop, stop doing all the other stuff. Yeah. Just hit the move. It just, do you think Wendy Chu should use the go to sleep? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or is, this, is there a move like the wake up, or is that Joe Gacy's move? Oh, because he's woke. Yeah, um, they should be a team. Gacy and <laughs> that's the other no, show. Yeah, Stop like, it! Stop there's it! There's enough 2.0 going on on tonight. Uh, so we go to Christian Cage backstage. That rhymed. Yeah. What did I say? Christian Cage backstage. Christian Cage is backstage with the one Billy Gunn. Oh yeah, this is where it all started getting weird. This is where everything started. 
falling apart. Yeah. Piece by piece. Chris, I think I said it already, but I'm going to say it again to make myself just feel it more. Christian Cage is backstage. He's welcomed by Billy Gunn, <laughs> who's like, hey, man, you, you and your boys, they're doing great as the tag team. And I'm not sure if you know, but, you know, my boys, they're uh, they're doing good in the tag team division. And, you know, they're working real hard. And I think, you know, everybody should get their shot. And the Gun Club deserve their shot. And Cage is like, yeah, all right. Like, well, if, you know, they they prove it, they show like some some spunk, maybe, you know, something will happen. And he's like, oh, really? And then the gun club appear out of nowhere, and they attack Christian. Ah. They slam him against the wall in this like truck or something there. They beat him up, and then they say, like, oh, was that taking a, a leap of faith there? Was that making your shot be called? So the gun club calling out the Jurassic Express. Yeah, Christian's really just treading water until he eventually murders Jungle Boy. Right. Isn't he? I can't wait. Like, Cri- Christian, he's... He's he was brought in as a big deal last year, and that kind of has gone pretty quickly. And just to see him interacting with Billy Gunn, it's a bit uh. And yeah, I, I guess we're just setting up something for next week for TV or something like that. But I assume we're getting the the, the six man first, mm. and then the tag title match. I guess between the Gun Club. Are the Gun Club that highly? No, I Sting and Darby must be soon. Because wasn't that what they said tonight's was? The acclaimed and yeah. Sting and Darby and that's why Chris, Yeah, that's why Christian was like, buzz off. Yeah. And that's why, well, no, we'll attack you to make you mad so you hmm. fight us. Okay. That's the classic heel move. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. then, of I course. I can't say I'm too excited <laughs> yeah. about this direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have they fought, I'm sure they've fought quite a few times, Christian and Billy. At yeah. one point. They've had to yeah. at least a few times. And it rumbled appearances and stuff back in the day. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, they, they were in... Yeah, they were all at the same time, yeah. weren't they? Well, we'll see where this goes. But we go to the next segment. Oh, boy, are you ready? I don't think you are. Uh, no, I'm not. Cody Rhodes is back. Oh. It's been one, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and he's back yeah. already. Wow, it feels like it hasn't even been... Two weeks. Yeah. And he's back? Damn. He's done isolating like <laughs> fucking half the world. But make way. The king is back. Ro- Roman, on this epic title run, he didn't get an interim title. He was off for a week. Yeah. Isolating. They, they right? were smart. They just gave Brock the other title. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Cody's like to make an interim title. I don't know how long I'm going to be out, guys. And I'm back. And now there's two champions. Oh, boy. Crazy. They were really hasty with this interim title. Man. They just just can't not have the TNT title on TV. Anyways, Cody's back. He's got the TNT title. He is holding it up like old school wrestlers used to hold it up, walking around. They go, hey, he's back here. No arm, just Cody. Yeah. And while he's making his entrance, they're going to go to commercial, but they're going to show us a sneak peek at tomorrow's new episode of the Go Home Big Show. Go Big Big Show. Big show. The Go Big Show. Go Big Show. And it shows more people on fire, more magic, and more commercials. And if you watch the picture-in-picture window, Cody's walking around the ring, and he's holding the title up. And then he's looking for something under the ring. And he keeps looking. He's going to the other side. It's like the video game. You go to one side. You can only get a certain item on this side. So he's going over. By the time they come back, 
He's pulled out a ladder. Oh yeah, there are a lot of layers to this this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. This this promo has layers. Yeah, Co- this Cody promo has, has layers. A lot of layers. Yeah. Yeah. Layers. Yeah. So Cody has a ladder. He sets up the ladder in the middle of the ring and then he we come back and he's ready to talk. And he says, "Hey, what do you guys want to talk about?" And then he starts talking about a few years ago there was a guy who sat on a ramp like that and cut a promo and it went on to be the pipe bomb promo and he's going on and on about CM Punk and changing paving the way and it's like okay all right and then he's then he starts talking about uh how Punk said that he was going to go to New Japan or Ring of Honor or do all these things well I well I did that he said he was going to team with the the Bucks well I did all that I did all that. The crowd, I think, for the first time ever in history of AEW, chanted Royal Rumble, which is technically a WWE chant. Yeah, yeah. That's how people. That's how much people just, don't like them. This guy. It was just confusing. Um, oh yeah, well, I'm not done. No, 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 no. I, I, I know. I'm just trying to think. Um, this is peeling back more. Yeah, no. He was saying like Punk, like that promo was starting this revolution, which he kind of capitalized on. Right, I did that. Like, you were talking about doing this, but I did this. Yeah. He also said, like, you said you wanted a team with the Bucks, but I did. Which I know Punk has said that in interviews before, mm. but he's like, yeah, I, I did that. I did that. I won't turn heel, is what he says. You cheered me when I needed it the most. And I, I showed you I am more than one royal family. There is more than one royal family. And then all these people are talking about Forbidden Doors. I built the forbidden door. And then the crowd were like, yeah, all right. And then they start chanting Cody. I'm like, what the fuck? But no, I th- it was Mick. I don't, think, I don't know. But I think, yeah, yeah there, there really were weird. definite boos here. I, do, yeah. I think people, and I was confused. Like, what are you being weird. like passionate here? And like, yeah. Or is it like, I did this, you know, He's like not- an <laughs> egotist. He talks about Ring of Honor and Jay Lethal and how his lethal injection cutter is the one that no one kicks out of. Yeah. He's got to give Jay Lethal the rub here. He then mentions that he built the Forbidden Door, like I said, and then he was gone for two weeks and then he was watching TV and he saw the Bucks were having issues with uh, these these guys from Developmental. He says, Red, I know Red Dragon graduated from hip top hip toss class but I don't need to see the Bucks beat developmental again. So he's like, now he's shitting on Red Dragon and big enough to Bucks. He then says, uh, who, who did he call here? He's like, oh, then we're bringing in all these other people like, like Gunnar McGillicuddy or whatever the hell his name is. We got Brody King. We got Darby. No, he was saying, he was saying we don't rename people here. He was oh. talking about Brody King. Yeah. And goes, yeah, and we don't rename people here. So we're not calling him Gunnar McGillicuddy. <laughs> Or whatever, referencing the whole Gunther thing yeah. yesterday. Um, but was saying if you're gonna come in here called Brody, you've got balls. And yeah, which is a, a, a shout to Brody King. He then mentions Darby Allen, Malachi Black, and Sammy Guevara. He says these are men, and uh, they're making this guy. I still don't really know what he's talking no, about. I, I didn't understand then, any of this. And then he says. Hey, I got a contract, me and Sammy Guevara, TNT Championship. 
It's on the line. It's going to be in a ladder match. Yeah, it's not the contract I wanted, but it's a contract I, I, I do want now. And it's this match. In, at Beach Break, ladder match. What do you say, Sammy Guevara? There's, I was just shaking my head and scratching my head. Like, what's going, what is he talking about? What's he, what's he I, rambling on about? I want someone to cut a video of, because this promo seems to go on forever. Like, cut a video of this going on and on and on and on and on to lead to, because I want a ladder match. And then Shawn Michaels just danced down to the ring to Sexy Boy, (laughs) place up a ladder and walk off. It was a lot easier. Um, Both ways suck. (laughs) I I just didn't understand this, to be honest with you. I didn't understand it. Um, I think MJF, sorry, I think Cody, (laughs) I think Cody is a fantastic speaker. Um, really good, but I think a lot of his stuff is overthought. It almost feels a bit too insider, too Russo, almost like pulling back the curtain, like alluding to his contract stuff, but not really saying anything about it. The I am the forbidden door. I will not turn heel. It's all this stuff. It seems where you're not playing a pro wrestling character and I'm just confused. And I don't know if you're doing... Uh, it, this was the most heel he sounded to me oh, in sure. his delivery, um, and but I don't think people completely understand. Well, I don't understand, and it didn't sound like from the reaction the crowd understood because it was like, "Do we cheer? Are, are we meant to cheer? Are we meant to boo?" There was they seem really confused, yeah, and I think mixed. I'd have been the same. Um, just Cody wanking a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of it. But like he he'll be like, hey, so you know that thing with CM Punk that was really great, wasn't it? It was so good, it was so good. But he didn't do all that stuff. I did it. Yeah. And then no, but I'm a good guy though. I, it's so it's so weird. You know I love Cody. I talk about Cody on the show all the time. And I, and I don't know who he was so backwards because when he was he was running down what people who've challenged Sammy, I think, because that's why he was saying Jay Lethal and. Wasn't it Jay Lethal, Ricky Starks? Yeah, he I talked think, about Ricky I think Starks. He was talking about the people. Talked about everybody. I, I think he was talking about the people Sammy has faced, but that he had like struggles with them. I think was what he was saying. Maybe I don't, um, I don't know. But he's trying to set up with a match with Sammy, and I don't know. I I, I was very confused. I don't know because if a if you're doing this thing like legit, if you are legit, who you think you are and you believe this stuff and you're like trying to continue this baby face character i don't know what you just said mm. yeah you were so confusing and, and so boring that you were just sitting out there bigging up other people to to then challenge sam it didn't it and like, then what? just to jab at nxt and then jab at nxt for the cheap pop and then the gunther gunner mcgillicuddy was funny but like i get what you're trying to say but like still and then to be like yeah sammy we have a ladder match it's like wait why can't you just come out here and challenge the guy to a ladder match instead of talking about all this nonsense. Uh, and dig at Red Dragon as well. They're here now. Like, they're literally one of your... Mm. Probably... They weren't on the show at all, but they got dissed. For really? They're just like, what? Why? Did, what, why? What, mm. what happened? Uh, just very odd. You know I love Cody. I love the, like... I still think he's acting and this whole thing's supposed to be this meta wrestling thing. He did mention, like, it's, oh, things are conditioned. It's too far, though, yeah, now. I don't it's, know. It's... Because people don't know how to react. Yeah. And it's... Weird. He's he's like a politician. I don't think he ever sounds sincere. Highlander I think Cody. He, I think he sounds... I think he sounds great. Like, he's a very confident speaker. Um, 
but I I don't believe a word he says a lot of the time. It's very odd. Yeah. I I usually love his promos. Uh, And again, he usually can say anything. And I'm like, yeah, ah, I love it. I love his heel work and stuff. But this was uh, very confusing. Just Mm. let's talk about all these other things going on. That really has nothing to do with you, I don't think. And then let's put Sammy Guevara on in a in a commercial break again. First of all, you shouldn't have taken taken the title away from him. No, <laughs> to begin with, you could do all this bullshit with someone else in a program. I don't care. Just the interim thing. Like, why do we create this? No, why this did he title? beat him? Yeah, stupid. Just put put the match off. Yeah, we've already done. got a ladder match we're promoting soon. Why do we need another ladder match? Again, I honestly, I love this guy. I love this. Guy. I'm a big fan, and I this is one of the worst things I've seen him do. Yeah, <laughs> in my opinion, I I love this guy. I was so baffled by this. But he's so. cut this promo before. Not to this rambling. Like, this was just going on. That about, one Why are you talking year? about all these people? Yeah. That I will bad. not turn heel yeah, then. Yeah. There's so many of them. Trust yeah, me, there, there are a lot. Trust me, man. Fuck. Bray Wyatt at this point. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> is that what he's going for now? The ramble. The Royal Ramble. He's uh, not showing up in the Royal Rumble. But he's a free agent, right? What? What is that? He's a free agent? What's I think that's his thing work? to try and... yeah. Feed into this story, but no one understands no the one fucking cares. story. He's probably trying to call up New Japan, and they're like, "No, like, fuck, man, we're no." He's like, "Yo, how about I beat Okada?" And, <laughs> and they're like, "No." And then he's like, "Okay." And then he calls up GCW, and he's like, "Yo, how about I beat Moxley?" And they're like, mm, "No." And then he calls Impact, and then he goes, "Ah, actually, let me call Vince." And then he calls Vince, and the best we can do is Aliyah can beat you in three point one six seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is so weird. We go to Jade backstage, who's with Mark Sterling. She's the TBS champion. But standing near her is Anna Jay and John Silver. And they announced that Anna is going to get a shot at the title, I think on Rampage. And that Sterling says Anna Jay has no chance because Jade is undefeated, the streak. But uh, Silver steps in and says, ooh, Anna Hungy. And that uh, she's going to win the match because she wants it more. And then Anna steps in and says, I wrapped barbed wire around my fist and wrist to win a match. Would you do the same? And Jade says, yeah, well, I'm that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, setting them up. It's, this is Rampage, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Sure. Good stuff. Yeah. I like we'll see, this is the first offense from, from Jade. Oh, true. Um, and uh, Anna Jay's impressive. Um, both, but both are very, like, only been doing this like a year. Both these women, right? It's crazy. So, um, we'll, we'll see. I will say maybe we have seen Anna Jay longer yeah. than Jade, but I ha- will say Anna Jay has impressed me. I think a bit more. Yeah, than she's Jade. impressive. Yeah, we go to the House of Black, which is Malachi Black and Brody King, the spooky tattoo lads. Yeah, that's exactly they're the that's new goth base. That's it. Like that. That's it now. We want it. we were lacking spookiness on AEW for far too long. Mm. The Dark Order turned into happy cowboys. Mm. We needed yeah. <laughs> we needed this slot filled, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, sorry. Even Lily's going through therapy to try to get rid of her demons. We need this mm. in wrestling right now. Uh Malachi Black and Brody King. Uh, they got different music. This is actually I Brody guess this King. Is their tag team music. Yeah. Um 
Yeah. I assume, yeah. They mention, uh, at least I saw online, that it is uh, God's Hate, which is actually Brody King's band. He's in a band. Okay. Uh, so they come out and they have a cool pose with the crown and stuff. They look cool. Again, they look like a unit. And uh, they're going up against a tag team, Varsity Blondes. Yeah, and they're, they're being identified like Malachi Black and Brody King of the uh, House of Black and then called the King of the Black Thorn. The th- Throne? King of the Black Throne, yes. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot going so on. So which but... implies that this is going to grow. Like we're going to have more members of the House of Black and then you have the King of that Black Throne. Yeah. As like the lead tag team. I yeah. Assume. The Twitch chat are saying that they missed Malachi Black's song though. Ah! Fuck, there I'm it is. That on later. There it was. Putting that on later. I lo- like uh I can get into this this heavy music and I know that it's it's not everyone's cup of tea but I actually do like Brody King's band as well. I felt there was a lot going on with this music. Yeah, like it was there was intro There was like an intro stuff. weird thing yeah. and then they're both wearing horns and then one's the lights are off they're on and then Julia Hart's wearing an eye patch yeah. still. So Julia Hart's been acting strange. The whole the whole Varsity Blonde team has been acting strange ever since this, what, spray to the face mm. weeks ago. So it's a tag team match here. And uh, Garrison is in with Malachi and he beats on him and then tags in King and they keep beating and tagging in. And uh, eventually Griff tags to Brian Pillman Jr. who nails, I think, King with a, like a, a strike and then sets up for his flying Brian clothesline. We've seen him do this many times, and then we've also seen him not do this sometimes. Yeah. And he goes to do it, but now he's selling like he's nervous to do it, and he stares at them, and he can't do it. He psychs himself out. He drops Stage down. right. Yeah. He starts like freaking out around ringside. He's going through some things. Griff is like, yo, what are you doing? Are you okay? When he's attacked and thrown what looked like I first into the steel steps. And Griff Garrison's now selling his eye as Pillman's rolled in the ring. And there's the Dante's Inferno, I think they're calling it, the pop-up into the Power Slam double-team mm. combo. And the House of Black win the match. But if you ask me, it looks like the House of Black look like they have their eyes on the Varsity Blonde. I think, possibly. The new brood. The new brood. I don't know what's going on. It's... I think it makes Malachi... Just seem like another guy. <laughs> he now. just has his whole squad. I, just, I, don't know. I think already these these guys just seem like mid card for me. They're feuding with the blondes. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of over spooky shit, and I felt Malachi Black looked less special with Brody King. They treat it like it's a tag team here. Yeah, Is that why? they just seem more generic to me. Uh, uh, and I yeah, the match didn't really do a whole lot. No, it was more of a weird story. That they're trying to yeah. do that I'm not quite sure. I'm assuming they're doing something where they're bringing in the other people is what it sounds like. Well, the, the, then we get the Neville shit. Yeah. Sorry, Pack. Yeah. Pack, who's still blind. He's Daredevil Pack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> stick Pack. And Pack Stick. <laughs> he's here. Well, he's not there. He's in a video. And he's like, hey, Malachi Black. And he's holding up like the this card, this tarot card. And it says, Justice on it daredevil also likes justice yeah just saying he then and injustice he then starts cutting a promo about how this is all about you trying to stop me and and you wanted me in this moment to bow down well no 
You thought I'd join you, but no, justice will prevail. So he's... You are just the same as every other cretin. Cretin. And says he'll make a martyr out of him. Damn. Yeah. Uh, This isn't really for me. Hey, you're two really good wrestlers. Let's overcomplicate it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I think maybe this is a lot of Malachi Black stuff. Like, I know he had a lot of ideas. Yeah. In WWE that he kind of talked about. And I think he's got this whole epic, like, House of Black story thing in his head. But I can't, I don't think I care. And I think the excitement, I think the Cody feud just killed him. Because he was, not killed him, but killed my interest in him. Sure. Because he was feuding with him forever. And this pack feud is the remnants of that. And then, yeah, I just felt... He felt more generic, just stood next to Brody King. Yeah, I think there's uh, just a lot going on in like the main pictures right now. I don't know why Cody is in that, because you could clearly have Malachi in that position anyways. He could have been the one to take the title off Sammy and make him just seem a bit more mm. powerful and stuff like that. I feel like maybe he's just kind of taking a backseat, growing this this team, whatever it may be. I do think it possibly could still end up being Pac, who's with them, the three of them, yeah. more so. I think that would make sense. They're boys too, I think. Um it, that would be that would be pretty cool. I I I think that maybe that's just what they're doing. They kind of what they did with Miro. They're like, look, we know this is like building to where we know we're gonna get mm. to, but right now, like, we have to keep it here. And they do that with a lot of their characters. So yeah, this isn't work. This didn't really move a needle for me at all because you have more gibberish. I, I, I why yeah. are we keep doing to like the pack going on about the yo? He spit in your eye, bro. Get back at him. Let's get over with I, it. I know there are people that love this sure. stuff. And yeah. and as a kid, I, I really liked it. So, like, the Undertaker stuff. But me as a fan now, it's not really my thing. Look, I love that kind of shit, too. I, I honestly do. But if it, if it's done right, and it feels like maybe I'm we're giving it too hard on because it's not properly done or executed yet. But, yeah, new brood, Varsity Blondes. Let's do it. We go to more talking. Lance Archer's backstage with Jake the Snake Roberts. He's got two managers now, this guy. Jake the Snake. And Dan Lambert. Wow. What a trio. Uh, Jake the Snake's going off about how Hangman's a fake cowboy like Clint Eastwood, and he's probably allergic to horses too. And then says uh, that Lance Archer's the real challenge, and you'll see if you do take this challenge, but... Yeah, Jake the Snake just being mean and scary. I don't know where he's been for the last little while, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't at ringside, so I assume they're maybe just keeping him for like some backstage sure. stuff. Uh, well, he's he's not been there because Archer's not been there for a while. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, this, feud, this feud also seems weird. They're, weird they're, they're just mad that Hangman calls himself a cowboy. It's not like Lance Archer calls himself a cowboy. Yeah, what does Lance Archer it's- call? <laughs> Sorry, Lance, does everybody actually die? No, they really um, don't. I mean, maybe they do. Fuck. I, I would say die. I think Dan Lambert, like, it it makes more sense in being with Archer than with Men of the Year. But, yeah, this... Uh, no. Last week I was like, okay, yeah, as a challenger for Hangman on, like, a TV episode, okay, Lance yeah. Archer. But... After what we're about to talk about, like, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> They're just mad that he's I'm a skipping ca- ahead. I, I should. Yeah. He's just mad that he's a cowboy. Just so angry. Very. Fake cowboys. Yeah. You know, I'm sick of fake cowboys, too. So if I see that Wei Ting in the fucking up next rumble <laughs> in the next weekend, 
I'm throwing his ass out. Damn. I heard it here first. I need. I don't need Jake the Snake or Dan Lambert to cut my promos for me. Didn't it cut to Hangman here as well? Did it? I, I think that- so. I think he was like, "You're mad. I'm a cowboy. Like whatever." Get over it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, he was like, I'm pretty sure, uh, he said, I'm pretty sure Bob Orton didn't go home and tend to the horses after wrestling either. Yeah. Something like that. Shout out Bob Orton. Yeah. I did like Jensen's shirt on, on NXT about... Uh, Terry Bam Bam, Gordy. Yeah. And then now Bob Orton reference. All the cowboys and... Shout out cowboys. Yeehaw. Damn, I'm going to put on a Western after this. Uh... We go to Brandon Cutler, who's waiting for the Bucks to film one of their backstage thing. But we hear Brandon like, hey, Bucks, where are you? But instead, walk in Trent and Rocky Romero. Yeah, that's right. Rapungi Vice. Remember them? Mm-hmm. They say that it's Rocky and Trent here. It will only be a minute. Rocky, like, threatens Brandon. And then Trent's like, hey, man, sorry. Like, hey, I don't want to. Trent's like, just a really nice guy. That's You're doing a great job. You're doing a great no, job, thanks man. for doing this for us. You're really Brandon, nice, man. Thank You're you. You're really nice, man. Don't worry. You're really awesome. They say, we have had tons of matches through our careers with Punky Vice. We've actually beaten the Bucks. We've had battles with them in New Japan. And I was in the Tokyo Dome. We beat them. We beat them for the IWGP Junior Titles, and well, if anyone's going to beat the Bucks, why not Rapungi Vice? He says that Rocky says that he came back and now he's ready to take them on. So how about this Friday, Rapungi Vice, Young Bucks, one more time? So yeah, and then they again he yells at Brandon. No, no, turn it off, turn Carla. it off. You suck. And then Trent's like, oh, actually, hey, yeah, hey, man, you've been doing a great job. <laughs> and then Brandon's like, oh, I hope the Bucks don't find out about this. They're going to kill me. Yeah. Uh, I liked them t- cutting the promo. I think we could have scrapped them doing it to Cutler, but the f- the comedy was no, I, Trent doing the... Yeah, I quite hair. liked it. And yeah. I think we've we've already established that Cutler is always filming for the Bucks. And if that's what the match you're going to, I, I thought it worked pretty nice. Um, yeah, I, I like this. And I think the match, um, we get a great video package later, but I'm excited for this. Yeah, Rapungi Vice. Love it. Mm. Rapungi is my favorite place in the entire world. Most happiest place on earth. Uh, that's Rampage. I will actually, I'm actually, I got to watch that match. That sounds pretty fun. Throwback. Definitely. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Our next match. Please welcome to the ring. And I quote, you guessed it. Frankie Kazarian. Has that been a thing of his before? I don't know, man. I don't watch a lot of dark or elevation. No, but or... like in his TNA run or anything. Like, you guessed it hasn't been, like, a Frank Xarian thing? I have watched this guy wrestle for quite a long time. I can't recall ever hearing that. You guessed it, Frankie Kazarian. Okay. Just saying. He's I've heard him. He's something. He was Kaz. The Elite was, Hunter didn't really work. The Elite Hunter. There was, I think he was Suicide, or would they yeah, change his name to something else? And chronic. Cr- chronic? Say his name? Sounds like he's all the Chronic with all these different silly gimmicks. But <laughs> He was uh, Randy Orton for a bit, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> We had a friend who, when AEW started, we we tried to get away our one buddy into AEW, and he, he he came over one day. This was pre-pandemic. He came over and we tuned into AEW, and Kaz was wrestling, and he's like, "Whoa, is that Randy Orton, or is that is supposed to be his gimmick that he's bootleg Randy Orton?" And we couldn't. We were like, "That's weird. We would never think that." And then I do see it when he's in the trunks. Yeah, who's in the the Long Boys today? You guessed it, Frankie Kazarian. What's your favorite Frankie Kazarian match? Um, 
No, he's had some good ones. Yes, uh, I did. I did really like him and Daniels versus the Bucks on Dynamite last year. Right, okay. I thought that was really good. That was. Um, no, I think he's a good wrestler. Just yeah, that you've got a big roster here, and I'm getting Frankie Kazarian and Lance Archer. <laughs> Fire Frank's in the Twitch chat right now and reminding me that he also went, went by Frankie the Future Kazarian. <laughs> oh, so now he's you guessed it. You guessed it, Frankie Kazarian. I don't understand that nickname. I don't understand it. I think it's deliberately ironic, no? Yo. It's like, because no one guessed it was Frankie Kazarian coming out here. No one guessed that once you did the angle with Christopher Daniels quasi-retiring with the whole angle with Frankie mm. Kazarian and SCU, that now, mere months later, we're all like, should they just do the same thing with Kaz? Like, what are you, is he just the fodder now? Yeah. So. Uh, again, not so no disrespect to him because I have been a fan of I followed mm. him for quite a long time. So like flowers all to Kaz, but it was just really weird because then he's facing Lance Archer, mm. who then is clearly going to squash him like CM Punk to chairman earlier. You would think. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later, then the finish comes. But yeah, this was a match with picture and picture and everything. There was a lot of walking around stomps punches they go to commercial break more walking around stomps punches they there's a pounce from lance archer Mm -hmm. shout out tna days monty brown he then hits an irish whip and then a big boot but i feel like he wasn't sure they were back did you say this to me yeah i i felt he was he maybe thought they were in picture and picture because he was doing a lot of interacting with the crowd uh he he said fuck you to the crowd he kept calling someone a little bitch. He kept saying, hey, bitch. <laughs> and then he's pointing at the crowd and then there's a piece of shit chant. Nice. And I felt it was just him kind of, we've seen it. Like Sammy always fakes an injury on the outside for the whole pitch yeah. and picture. Um, we've seen people just like, yeah, interact with the crowd more and stuff. So I was wondering if that was the case or someone was really winding him up. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. Well, he hits uh, a choke slam. It's blocked. There's strikes from Frankie, and then another choke slam, and then uh, yeah, it, it, he puts him to bed here. Um, hits the blackout. The blackout. Mm. Yeah, ten minutes. This was like this, over ten minutes. This felt so long. Just it was bad. I, I I like Archer, or I have liked Archer as a big guy, but I just think he since coming back, I thought he looked really slow this week whereas normally for a big guy he's got a bit of speed i thought he looked slow um he looked a little thicker um i didn't think he looked good at all um and i can't say i'm interested in this match for uh hangman it's like this guy struggled against frankie fucking kazarian in 10 minutes you know like he, punks he, we've just seen him come back time. he should have killed this guy yeah he should he should have crushed him and i guess you don't want to do two of them if you're doing the same thing with punk but Really, like, this needed to be just a absolute... Blackout. Blackout. That's it. One, two, three. Thing like, oh, wow, that's... Hangman could struggle against that. No. Remember they built him up against Mox when Mox was a champ. They mm. did it way better. He's Yeah, they've built him up well before. He's... I mean, he is... He's Kane, isn't he, in this company? Yeah. Like, Nyla is kind of Kane in the women's division, and Lance Archer's Kane in the men's, where it's first defense, like a big, bad heel. Yeah. Uh, but he, unfortunately, I didn't think he looked good at all after his injury, and the match was very boring. I I was falling asleep during this match, and then Dan Lambert cuts a promo afterwards and says, you know, Lance Archer is a real man in wrestling, 
and and Hangman wasn't a real cowboy because when he was growing up, he was playing video games and sipping Perrier, and he was giving hand jobs to heifers and selling soy milk to Starbucks. And Archer then says, "Watch out, Hangman, because everybody dies." Yeah, he's gonna go after Hangman in that world title. They say you're not important to us, but that title is. You're not. We don't care about you. We just want that title. We're going to get it from you. I, I don't know why Archer needs to... Is it because they, they don't want to get rid of Jake? So they feel awkward getting rid of Jake, but they can't really have him on the road anymore. So they don't have him come out with Archer, but they don't trust Archer on the mic. So they're giving him Dan Lambert. It's just, why has this guy got two two managers? It's weird. No, it doesn't make sense. No. Uh Hangman Page comes out for the save here because they're now attacking Kaz after this. It looks like he's going to hit a blackout on like the ramp or something. Hangman comes out for the save. He looks to hit the buckshot, but it's blocked. He ta- he attacks with his boot. Yeah. He's he- like, there's some cowboy shit. He attacks with his yeah, boot. Yeah, he takes his boot so off. So he does, goes to the buckshot with a sock on. The boot shot. Yeah, just one, one boot. Yeah, Archer, though, walks away, escapes with Dan Lambert. And they're like, all right, so Hangman is well, fired they, up. They, they fight. Yeah. Trade and blows. Yeah, they trade blows, but then uh, it's it's Archer who like runs away. Yeah, he re- he retreats. So couldn't beat Taz in under ten minutes. Yeah, uh, Hangman feels like a complete afterthought on this show. He wasn't advertised for this show at all. This was in like the like low point of the show. I felt yeah. it's like an hour and ten, hour and twenty into it. Um, yeah, I can't say Archer's a compelling opponent at all. And this is your champ. He should yeah. always be. Why, why are we advertising Cody Rhodes' return? Like all these other things. Like you should be promoting your champion. And it's been since the Brian match. Every week he feels yeah. like an afterthought. Yeah, you could have you could have put a different comp- uh, challenger in there. That would have been a, any. Literally, I think a, a lot of other people would have been a better spot or position. And sure, I doubt this is going to be Revolution. It's probably just for a TV. Of course, match. Yeah, it's probably still, like in the next few weeks. I just think. I feel they're dropping the ball a little with Hangman. I think either the week of Beach Break or the week after you'll get Punk, MJF, and possibly this mm. this match as well. But it's got to be a Texas death match, right? Cowboy death match. Oh, I guess. There's too many of these death matches going around. Yeah. Again, TK, he loves them. We go to more talking. Matt Seidel, Dante, and Lee Moriarty. They're backstage. And uh, Dante is like, look, Seidel and Lee, you guys have been my brother's. Everyone's just his brothers. He's not his real brother lately because he's still injured and sidelined. But he's like, you guys are like my brothers. And uh, yeah, they got some issues with Has Team Taz. Have we seen him with Moriarty on on Dynamite? Didn't they have like the tag match? They had a tag. Seidel, okay, and Seidel now Seidel. And now Jay, Jay Lethal, but Jay Lethal wasn't there. And Leo Rush was I don't there. know. He's finding all these friends. It cuts to Ricky Starks, who's with Hobbs. And he's like, yo, how many brothers you got, man? Like, calm down. Every, yeah. You think everyone's your friend now? Like, that's your problem. So, Team Taz, he says, we creek assassins. It looks like we're going to get maybe a tag match or something like that. But, mm. uh, or maybe a six-man with Hook. And Hook will crush all of them. I don't know. Yeah, I, I did find it kind of odd. Like, is Jay Lethal elsewhere at the moment? Because I know uh, there's a lot. Is he... Did he not show up for something this He weekend? He couldn't make Terminus. That was oh, it, wasn't okay. it? Because of travel. Um but yeah, we just saw him do the run-in. It was weird not to have him here. What happened with Jay Lethal again? Ex- oh, yeah. He ran in to save 
Weird. Dante against Team Taz, right? Damn. And interesting, we haven't seen Leo Rush since the whole New Year's Eve thing with Tony Khan. True, he yeah. was very involved with Dante Martin, and they're not really even mentioning it. They're not mentioning here. it at all. Whereas, again, you mentioned when to- uh, Cody is taking two weeks off, yet Leo Rush has been a prominent part of this Dante Martin Team Taz story. Zero mentioning of him. Just find it interesting. Uh, See No Evil in the chat says, Leo Rush is now taking bookings for New Japan and GCW. So, I mean, he was before, was he not? I don't know. Since 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 signing, no. Oh, okay. I don't think. But I mean, all these other people are. So, I don't know. It depends on what your contract allows. Yeah, I guess so. We go to another backstage segment here tonight. Statlander is with Red Velvet. And they're talking about some of the matches that they've had in the past few weeks and Layla Hirsch comes in doing like a clap and she's like huh good job Statlander see only if you focus more you know maybe you'd win some matches like the matches we were in together instead you cost us thousands of dollars (laughs) and because of you we all don't have thousands of dollars so (laughs) so shut up and Red Velvet gets involved so Layla hits her Red Velvet says yeah, she attacks up. her from behind. She, she hits her with a strike. Her in the back, and then Statlander, bless her, says, "Layla, what are you doing? Layla, no. <laughs> no, Layla, no. And what is your damn problem?" And then Layla Hirsch walks off. Damn. Okay. <sighs> damn, Layla, why are you so mad? When, when were these two friends? Is my first question. They told me that a few weeks ago. They only told me they were friends when they weren't friends anymore. Why, why is Layla so angry? Are we to assume... like They haven't really talked about Winner's Purse in AEW much before. No. Is, but is that what we're assuming? Because they lost matches. They lost... You win like $1,000 per match. They've lost a bunch of matches, so it's thousands of dollars. It just seemed a random line. Or is there other shit we need to know? Yeah. Why has Chris Statlander lost Red Velvet and Layla Hirsch thousands of dollars? Exposing the business here. Yeah, is, is Chris Statlander... T- Tricking her friends into NFTs or something? Why didn't the <laughs> other? Why are you costing and Red them Velvet's thousands? okay with it? Clearly. Well, you, you cost Red Velvet. She said, "Yeah, you cost yourself, Red Velvet, and me thousands money. of dollars." Yeah, all because of that stupid alien NFT. Been hanging out with Duke Hudson in the poker room. Yeah, costing us well, thousands of dollars. Where's my money? <laughs> where's my money, Statlander? Where's my money? Where's my money? Uh, yeah, Layla Hirsch attacks Statlander afterwards as well. So yeah. this is setting it. It definitely seems like they're trying to make an effort of having more women's stories going on. Uh, yeah, not based around the titles, and that's a good thing. But uh, it just seems very forced. Yeah, this, as I said, this friendship fell out of nowhere. This breakup, I don't, I don't really understand why Layla's so angry. And so I didn't think she performed too well. I didn't think any of them sounded too good here either. I, I, I like all three. I like their. I like the characters. I like the wrestling from all of them. But I thought all of them looked bad in this. This felt like a two point thing. Yeah, you know where we talk silly. about rehearsal. It felt like that, like school play. Also, I'm just so much talking. Yeah, a lot. You of talk talking. too much mm. would be perfect for this. Serena Deeb is out next. Finally, some wrestling versus Sky Blue. Sky Blue. Barely gets any offense in as Serena D makes light work of her, gets her in a guillotine under the ropes here, uh, eventually hits the gotch neutralizer. This was p- 
pretty quick as well. It was not as quick as CM Punk hitting the GTS earlier, but yeah. Sorry, it's the Gotcha Neutralizer and then the Serenity Lock, yeah. which is a pretty sweet move. Yeah. Yeah. And she tapped. So, uh, yeah, deep, deep looking impressive. I think they're building her up uh, really nicely. We, we're going to have this final blow-off match with Shida. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought this was good. But, uh, again, I, I, I just felt... There, there, there felt like it was a lot, of, a lack of star power on this show. Yeah, for me, sure you had the punk, punk sighting, but it was a very quick match. Uh, the champ was barely there. I don't know. It felt like you had your B cast on tonight. Yeah, like when, when did we last see Sky Blue? You know, and she's she's here in the squash. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what I mean? I mean, they had stars, but they weren't wrestling. Yeah, like think you had Hangman, you had Mox, you had Sammy, you had no, no, Sammy wasn't here. You had Sammy was Cody. in P We'll talk about Sammy in a but second. But yeah, a lot of talking, so much talking. But you don't have your Bryans, you don't have obviously Kenny, you don't have your Bucks. Yeah, just felt it was like a little B level. Yeah, I mean, I love Deeb. This was definitely she's just great. A squash. Yeah, she was my women's wrestler of the year. That's right. Yeah, we go to more Dan Lambert, who's backstage. He's gonna talk some more. Mm. He's with the men of the year, Ethan and Scorpio. And basically, Dan just gives the mic right away to Scorpio. Uh, sorry, to Ethan Page, which I'm like, yeah, Ethan Page is a great talker. I, yeah. He says that he has a great record. He has a win and loss record that's impeccable. And he calls out John Moxley. He says everyone can stop looking for Moxley's first opponent back because I've been racking up these victories. I've pinned Darby. I've pinned Jericho. I've beaten a lot of people. So, Tony Khan, make the marquee match your franchise player, Ethan Page versus Moxley. So, it looks like that match is happening this Friday. I think that could be a really good match, actually. Obviously, a lot of ten- uh, attention on Moxley's first match back. But, Page, uh, yeah, Page has impressed me. And I think uh, he has a bit of this kind of dangerous, ruthless style Obviously, a lot of his matches with Derby, where he's just throwing people around. Yeah, but I think against Mox could be quite a fun matchup. Actually, be a bit of a slugfest. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I I like Ethan Page. I like Scorpio Sky too. I don't know if having Dan Lambert is what they like need, but maybe he's gonna transition over to Lance. You know, and maybe find somebody else. Be like, you know what, you guys are good. Find some MMA people. Yeah. Be with Jake Hager when he he's gonna leave the inner circle too. Yeah. Jericho should be with Dan Lambert. <laughs> no, never mind. Stop. We go to a video package for the history of the Young Bucks and Rapungi Vice. It shows some of their matches in New Japan and some of the title changes in the epic battles. Uh, yeah, I I love these matches back in the day. I recommend watching them now, and they're running it back this Friday, like this. Yeah, but cool, to it. cool that they showed New Japan footage. Yep, clearly they're they're in Was ties. Was there some ROH in there as well? Probably. I think, yeah. yeah. I've definitely seen this iteration live mm. at least once or twice. Yeah, but anytime these guys tie up, I'm, I'm genuinely stoked for this. Uh, then we get uh, announcements. Uh, the trios matches next week. Proud and Powerful Jericho versus 2.0 and Garcia. Uh, Red Velvet versus Layla Hirsch. And the latter match, Cody and Sammy. And, of course, um, the Lights Out match, Cole and Orange Cassidy. I felt... I've been critical. We both have about how they just yell all these matches at us for like the next Rampage and Dynamite. Yeah. Did think they kind of slowed it down a bit this week. They really spelt out Beach Break, Beach what the Break. card is, which was good. And I know that because I managed to get all the 
match is actually written down true. for the next two weeks. Yeah, they let us, they, they slow down. They let down. it breathe a little. And we're like, all right, that's next week's card. Cool. Cool. Beach break Thank is you. great. Wow. Yeah. There's a ladder match, Cody and Sammy. And then it cuts to picture in picture. And clearly Sammy is excited for beach break. He's already there. He's already in, in Ohio, Ohio <laughs> on a beach. He's there. It was a beautiful beach. It is little little skimpy Speedos. Yeah, his Sammy Speedo. He's got the signs like Bob Dylan and he's talking about coming back. Yeah, I didn't read him. Uh, he says that this, the Sammy you know is long and dead. And there's a new Sammy and he's going to be the interim TNT champion, but the real TNT champion. And then he ends with, hit me up. I mean, taking that ridiculous promo aside, this should be a great match yeah. between these two. For sure. In a ladder, Sammy in a ladder. We're getting crazy. cutters off ladders, yeah. crazy Sammy spots off ladders for sure. Um, but yeah, I, this was Sammy in Brazil Okay, with Ty. All I, right. I, I saw their socials. You uh, can't avoid them these days. They're like Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox really of wrestling. Are, aren't they? How long until he poses? <sighs> Jeez. So you give her a ring she, she can't take off or it hurts her. That's what Machine Gun Kelly got Megan Fox. I saw Pam's dress in Winners yesterday. Oh, was it in the clearance section? Yeah. <laughs> the returned items? It was, yeah, there are a few. They were on sale, for sure. Damn, we're ruthless. I mean, it's winners, so it's already... Winners is our our marshals, our, our TJ, our Max. TJ Maxx here yeah. in Canada. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sammy, I don't know. Sammy, like, like, that sucks when you're in the public eye and you have, like, your whole relationship and all that aired out. Shout out Kanye West and Pete Davidson. Mm. But, I mean... Wrestling fans are crazy, probably more crazier than any other fans, I'd say. So I couldn't imagine like some of the stuff or messages people send to mm. either him or, or Ty or whatever. But damn, I just don't trust couples that all of a sudden post. When it's so quick, so much so soon. Yeah, I don't trust yeah, it. Me no. neither. I'm a private guy personally, and I'm like, dude, that's spelled. Anytime you see your friend, you see any couple, someone you used to go to high school with. Oh, here's my new, here's my new boo. Oh, couple goals and then six months later like tinder sucks i hate men oh life is awful i'm single oh my god it's like mm, you deleted those photos i see that you were all bubbles and sunshine really quick too quickly mm. i don't trust couples that do that yeah you know what i'm talking about no i do yeah, i do it's a thing if i had uh someone over once like a, a second date and she and took then, a photos with you for the group no, and then i saw like her her story and it was all like date night and stuff and like pictures in my room and things and I was like Whoa. that's weird that's don't, weird don't, don't think I like that <laughs> she's like live streams so I'm in this guy's room right now yeah. I'll let you know how it goes <laughs> yeah wasn't a fan of that hit me up <laughs> yeah damn she might be coming over tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> interim she's yeah. the interim, interim champion right yeah. now damn shout out Sammy Guevara we go to uh, who do we go to now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can't do an episode of Dynamite with so much talking if we don't let one man speak. <laughs> one man. This was like thirteen men. No, no, they all don't talk. <laughs> True. It's just their leader who does the talking. Matt Hardy will not die. <laughs> He's here with the Matt Hardy family office. Holy shit. Like you mentioned, there's a, all of them are in a stairwell behind him as he's the one talking. All I know is uh, the butcher was looking pretty sad. I know. Man, R.I.P. is banned every time I die. Every time I die has died. Yeah. there's. <laughs> it seems like what the they're mad at. Is it the lead singer? 
Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, gotten, like. I haven't gotten too into it. But there's that there's five sucks. in the band, right? Yeah. And four of them put out a statement and they were like, we wanted it to be a, a joint statement of all five, but we couldn't agree. And Damn. they're basically, yeah, saying like, something's happened with one of the this guys. Guy sucks. But they, they said it's always going to be all of us or none of us. So it's none of us. Whoa. It seems like one guy is a bit of a, being a bit annoying. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Maybe. he's back with Matt Hardy. <laughs> That's even that's how because he's more. been away for a little bit, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's awesome. Shout out Andy. I mean, that guy is. I've seen that guy wrestle in in front of like twenty people, and I was like, wait, so this guy's in a band? That's cool. Yeah, I, yeah, all right. And to where he got like, and and how he looks, dude stepped up. Oh, I got a job, another yeah, he's job. Trimmed yeah, down he a looks lot. great. So he did look sad though mm. in the corner in the back there. Poor, poor Andy. Um, so Matt Hardy is with not just the the. The fucking Hardy family office. So who is it? Private Party, Butcher Blade, Bunny. We didn't have TH2 or Jor-El. Are they still... Is, how's Jack... Where's Jack Evans? Is he back? I think he's back. Has he been back? I don't know. Someone fact check us. I might have to help him get out. <laughs> <laughs> Andrade, we think he might be the man to do the job. He's here <laughs> with his lawyer, Jose. There's a lot of people in this segment. Yeah. And Matt Hardy says that he's come to an agreement with Andrade, and this is huge. He says that they've done a business deal, and now Andrade owns 51% of the Hardy family office, and Matt gets 49%. And then, like, the dividends, like, the, the smaller parts go to private party and, like, the team. I, fuck, man, I don't know. Yeah, it was Matt said he wants to keep Private Party with yeah. him because they're the original members. Right. What I think what I got from it. Okay. And they're making Andrade the president and Matt Hardy's the CEO, I think, of Hardy Family. El office. Presidente, he says. I'm the new Presidente. <laughs> and that uh, since now he's kind of the more the leader because 51% yeah. of this group, they're changing the name of HFO. To the A H F O. Yeah. The ah fuck off. <laughs> yeah. And then Matt was also like, you can who was that guy you were thinking of recruiting to the AHFO? And goes, Oh yeah, that little kid. <laughs> he goes, I'm the new president and I got a few ideas and some changes for the AHFO and uh it's it's gonna start with maybe we can get that little kid who hangs out for stink to <laughs> stink to come join us. Andrade is now the leader of the AHFO. Uh wow. Uh damn. What were we saying about what's Malachi Black been doing ever since he got here? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. So I I guess they're setting up really weird way of doing it but eventually we're going to get Andrade versus Darby Allen which sounds fantastic right but like Andrade you've just been walking around talking since you got here and then you went through a flaming table but apart from that um Hardy family office is one of our least favorite things what speak for yourself <laughs> I have one of the and now we've just got Andrade and him just talking this you know what this story would have made sense after Matt Hardy lost his first quarter earnings a year ago. Yeah. 
then he'd be like, oh, I've got to sell part of the business. Right. And he can sell it to Andrade or, I mean, whoever was there then. I, I, I didn't like this. It's kind, I kind of find it, found it funny. It's though, so funny. It's, it's just so random that, and bad. That little kid at Darby hanging around with Sting. I love that line. He said that a few times. Yeah, he said places. it last week as well, I think. Yeah, it's really weird. Andrade is so much better than this. But again, are they just using this for now before it's ready to heat him up as a bigger... Like, I don't know. I really don't so it's know. So it's just so when Andrade feuds with Darby, Darby. you now have like... Andrade fucking... and Hardy versus Darby and Sting. Yeah, you'll yeah, absolutely. You'll have that. Weird. And I you'll have private was... party just interfering in Andrade's matches or something. I thought he was in the House of Black. It seemed almost Who? Andrade. It seemed that way. You no, he's just friends. They're just mates. Just friends. Alright. Amigos. I to- I said Andrade just walks around talking to people. He's probably got loads hey. of mates there. Hey, we me and you we could be friends and then we could kidnap that kid who hangs out with Sting. <laughs> and that's how I'll make business he thinks darby's gonna make him money like andrade you just is wrestle. an Maybe incredible you could... wrestler yeah why would he care about darby yeah why would he want to work with this guy like no just do it yourself maybe try that yeah I, I i don't know what his intentions are <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what tony khan's intentions are no, right now with it's, andrade it, it's such a good wasn't there something in his deal about amount of matches wrestled i think he's got like dates of wrestling, if I remember correctly. Okay. Which might be why he's always in silly segments like this. Makes him look terrible. Because they hold off his drop. wrestling. Oh, it has. Stock is dropped completely. It has. Like, I can't yeah. say... Yeah. It, yeah. It's not much more of that better than he was doing on Raw at one point. Really. Yeah, I probably liked his WWE run more than his <laughs> run here. So far. Had a few good matches with Ray. Like, that, yeah, exactly. And Gargano, obviously. <laughs> so... Damn, yeah. I don't know. I, I still see hope. I know they'll they'll turn it around for him eventually, but it's kind of like the Malachi Black thing. Yeah. Two main guys that we know are crazy that could be putting on huge matches and big stories, and instead they're doing this stupid shit. I mean, it's something... Yeah, we're, we're feeling the bloated roster a little, maybe. Yeah, with Matt Hardy family office. Mm. Sorry. The A-H-F-O. A-H-F-O. The A-H-F-G-Y-F-O. Yeah. <laughs> with th2 t in the, the ahfo gyf well no then it would be y2j hfo p p b b b there's a lot of them let's yes. let's let's leave it at that damn but now andrade hardy family office is a real thing i that's like they're ribbing us at this point with it, this. it does feel like it like they're joking they're joshing yeah. us guys yeah they're fucking layla with hirsch us. needs to join them to get business advice on why she's lost thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> <laughs> guys are you hiring because i'm out money chris dantlander i was talking to leo rush about businesses and stuff and nfts and he just disappeared so I thought I'd talk to you guys. Statlander said she was going to show me these photos of aliens, but it costs a lot of money, and I'm out. Andrade, you've got a lawyer. Can I maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Jose? Yeah, Jose. Well, what's Jose done? <laughs> what's Jose done except help Arn get out of the thing he fell over? <laughs> and look jacked. And look jacked. <laughs> jacked Jose. Oh, I stand corrected. Yeah, sorry. Jose's fucking jacked. Let's not throw shade on Jose. He'll fucking kick your ass. Uh-huh. And mine. All right. Let's go to the acclaimed. The main event. The acclaimed, I mean, we got to talk about their sensational rap music video that yeah. came out. It was on Twitter uh, and Rampage or what? It was on Rampage and then, yeah, they posted online. Two, two, two grown men going, going through, through a goth, goth phase. phase. <laughs> it's 
catchy, ain't it? It was catchy. I, I've seen it a couple of times. We we were singing it the other day. It's yeah. pretty nice. It's pretty nice. It's pretty good. It's got them a guy dressed as Sting, Bowens is dressed as Darby, and then Bats and somewhere abandoned. I appreciate it. Like it's yeah. there's a lot of like bad vignettes and shit we see in wrestling, and I think yeah. the, these two do um, try and be a bit creative with it. And the rhymes sometimes work, they sometimes don't. But I, I didn't think this was bad. Yeah, and I I did get it stuck in my head. <laughs> Two grown men going through a goth face. Yeah. yeah. So here they get the intro to the match, which is, again, them They've in the... stolen Darby's intro. Yeah, with them hitting... Dar- Sting hitting Darby... No, Darby hitting Sting with the car? Something yeah. like that. Either way, Something but like pretty funny. And then it's showtime. And then out come the acclaimed. And, well, they're also going to rap here. And they're talking about uh, how they're going to beat Sting and Darby. The, some of the rhymes here, are, he re-brings up two grown men going through a goth phase. Uh, your, our team is black and white and we don't need face paint. And ends with, we're going to have you have Sting looking worse than Starcade 97. Mm-hmm. And a line he uses, uh, which I think is the Hogan-Sting match. Yes. Very shitty yeah. <laughs> finish or whatever. It's where it's the fast count that wasn't a fast count. So they restart the match. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Bad, bad stuff. Should we watch it later? Shall we? <laughs> I love, I love Sting's entrance in that. Is it one of the it's cool ones? It's with the voiceover from right. the girl. And then it's like all the like, <laughs> the like lasers oh, of the lasers. Sting's face on the ceiling of this dome. Is it the Georgia dome? Maybe. Wow. Yeah. And then that happens. Then Sting comes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sting comes out here. Yeah. T-shirt Sting. T-shirt Sting. Who would win? We've asked this question. Dream match. T-shirt Sting, T-shirt Naito. Oh, Sting. T-shirt Easily. Sting beats T-shirt Naito. I think Sting's knees are in better shape than Naito. But then if Naito, if they take the T-shirt off, Naito would win, I think. Maybe. Yeah. But the T-shirt Sting beats T-shirt Naito. Uh, the Acclaimed versus Sting and Darby. Before the match, the Acclaimed attack Darby Allen and they attack Sting. They put a chair around Darby's throat and neck. And run him off the apron into the ring post. This looked insane. Yeah. To be fair. Then the doctors and security and refs take Darby out of the match. I completely bought it. Like, I'm like, yeah, he looked like he ate that and died. So now it's a two-on-one match. The match starts. The bell is officially rung. And the acclaim just beat up on Sting. Yeah, it's like the ref was, like, going Sting. Like, do you want to do this? And, like, Sting's like, fuck yeah. I'm I'm fucking Sting. I'm Sting. (laughs) Let's go. Tony Tony Schiavone's like, yeah, he's going to do it. It's Sting. Sting, of course. But he's getting beat up here. Uh, they removed the turnbuckle at one point. They send Sting into that. They said they were going to hit him with a buckle bomb. Mm. Remember that in that video? They then uh, are beating down on him during picture-in-picture. Picture. They taunt and stuff. There's a spot where the ref is distracted again, and they hit him with a boom box, but Sting eventually kicks out of it. And then out of nowhere, like a can, out, shot out of a cannon, Darby Allen. the stage was so close to the ring that he flies off of it into the ringside area onto the acclaimed as he starts beating down on these guys just, just like flew into the shot as well look great is i don't know how he does these things he must have a death wish he comes in there he's beating them up but just a holy shit moment uh darby then gets sting back in the ring so that he can tag in and now he's the legal man in the match hits a coffin drop to the outside on both of them 
and then goes back inside and gets a like a guillotine or I think a code red actually, but mm-hmm. it's a kick out. Looked great. He then locks in a guillotine, which Darby doesn't usually do. Eventually, he get they get out of it. Send Darby to the outside. They hit him with double team moves. There's a sidewalk slam. The mic drop. Yeah, yeah. That that was a kick out there. Or sorry, Sting breaks it up. He's back in the match. He breaks up that pin and then Sting and I think is it uh, Caster are brawling. Yeah, and Sting just starts walking up the ramp, and he's got this look on his face. Uh-oh. And you're like, what's he doing? He's going to do something nutty. So then Sting runs and dives off the stage on top of Caster through a table. So, like, his legs go smashing through the table. Sting but is the one who goes through the table. He, he like, does smash Caster in the, in the face. Face. But, yeah, he goes through the Sting table. T- Sting yeah. goes through the table. Looked great, anyway. <laughs> Sting <laughs> flying. A flying yeah, Sting through the table. And uh, in the ring, it's Darby who hits the coffin drop to Bowens and gets the one, two, three. So Sting and Darby are the highest ranked tag team who aren't the tag champions. So they're the number one contenders. Yeah, right? I'm looking forward for them actually challenging yeah. at some point. Uh, I I enjoyed this. I think um, Sting's so entertaining in this kind of old man Sting run. I feel he did more than Lance Archer did. In his match today, you know? Yeah. Um, Darby, just his stuff's crazy when he's just flying in. Uh, the shot of him just coming out of nowhere was great. And I thought Caster and Bowens were, were good in this. I thought they were good to... Um, like, uh, Bowens, it, some of his kicks are really crisp, actually, and look really nice. Um, I thought they they did a good job here. Uh, like the intro. I, it was fun. It was a good main event. But um, odd show. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't mind the main event. I think it actually made me feel like it was an all right, better episode than it. It didn't blow me away, but I still had fun. It wasn't a newsworthy main event, though, yeah, was it? Like no. it's it's just a fun match to finish on. But I like rather the, than a big angle. Yeah, or I, I do like the acclaimed. Actually, I, yeah, I think they, they're, they're definitely on growing on me for sure. Their entering is definitely picking up too, so that's a plus. But yeah, just it starts with this hot Moxley promo. I thought it was incredible, and then MJF, sure, but. You know, I liked the mixed, mixed tag, max, fun. tag thing. Why do I keep messing that up? Everything else just felt really weird and messy. The Cody thing was incredibly weird. Um, a lot of the backstage stuff was weird. The Lance Archer, Kaz staff was ba- bad, I thought. Um, I, yeah, I didn't think this was a good show, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Sorry, Moxie's promo was awesome at the beginning. So next week we mentioned we got the beach break TNT title match. You think Cody's winning it? Hmm. Daniel- yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Cody retains. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Sorry, Bryan Danielson has tweeted that he wants Cody to win. <laughs> I saw that he said Sammy's penmanship or something. His penmanship sucks. Um, what was there in in Cody's promo? Like, I feel like I need to rewatch it almost to kind of decipher everything he was saying. I really don't want to rewatch it. No, but he was saying something about uh, a title saying world. Yeah, but it's just TNT he, champion. He's not allowed to win the other. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, I. I guess I'm going to say Cody. Cody. Yeah. I, 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 I guess I would like Sammy so that we do get someone else to rub by taking it from him but yeah sure because then where do you go with Sammy after this mm. he's kind of just screwed he's yeah. just in this weird limbo like yeah. why uh, but but yeah uh, what about they're not putting any time into him 
He's yeah. always on. Whenever it's dynamite, he's in the commercial break. Yeah. What about the lights out match? Cole and Orange Cassidy. I think Adam Cole should win. Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, unless you have a debut. I don't know why Gargano Cassidy would win. be the he one. Him. He, I, you, I still hate you. Yeah. I'm bought revenge, even though we didn't really feud for the best of a while. Yeah. I don't know if that's a way to bring in Johnny Gargano, but do you know. think we see him? I think we see him next week somewhere. Let's go! Yeah. If, if he's not on Dynamite, I'm wearing my Gargano shirt to the Rumble. All right. You're going to the Rumble? Going to the Rumble. <laughs> I'm going to the Brumble. I'm going to watch the, the Rumble in Birmingham. There you go. So, Brum Rumble. Uh, there's also, I mean, who do you think is going to win? Red Velvet or Layla Hirsch? Layla, I right. think. Just checking. I'm winning some thousands of dollars. <laughs> Where's my money? Poor Red Velvet's going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars now. She's going to stir it up and then give it up. Give me yeah. that money. Uh, but yeah, Rampage is stacked too. Moxley Page, uh, Rapungi Vice in the Bucks, Her- Hook and Serpentico, Jade and Ajay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, so that was Dynamite. Yeah, I think me and you kind of fell on the same page where we were like, man, what's kind of going on? But it's in a weird period. That, I kind of think we felt the same last week. It's in this weird like, all right, mm. cool. But... Um, yeah, yeah, I have hope for next week. It sounds like a pretty stacked show. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we mentioned that GCW as well. That sounds pretty good because I forgot there was a match on that uh, Gresham-Blake Christian. Oh, yeah, so that, that sounds that's fantastic. Yeah, that's Trey something. Baxter. Rip Trey Baxter. Jonathan Gresham. Wow. Yeah. The Octopus versus the, fuck, what did he call himself? The Outcast? He, no. he wanted to be a superhero. They teased that. Poor's boy. And they gave, they're giving that gimmick to Saray now. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Imagine Blake Christian with a Japanese schoolgirl superhero gimmick. It'd be mm. great. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Give it a go. Uh, thank you for listening to us talk about Dynamite. Uh, we have lots of other shows, including shows on this feed. Of course, up next, BD Elite every week. Shot in the Dark in 15 minutes or less. John Cena will fill, fill you in on all the other wrestling, like Dark, Elevation, all that stuff. And then, yes, uh, we do have... A Royal Rumble game, Sunday, January 30th, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. That's right. Come hang out during the day. And for all you people on the other side of the world, there you go. It's a more different time, so you can hang out with us. and It won't be that late. And uh, we're going to have this huge rumble. It's going to be crazy. We have guests. We have surprises. We have twists and turns and swerves. And we'll have a new number one contender for the BD Championship. We're on the road to Up Next We're Mania. We're on the road to Up Next Mania, guys. Yeah. It's exciting. Shit's wild. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go check us out on the socials again if you haven't already. And uh, again, next week, we'll be joined by John Cena for Up Next and uh, Cassidy from Body Slam there. So can't wait. So all the fun stuff. So tune in for the Twitch chats as well every Tuesday and Wednesday. We, we love you. All right. We do. Yeah. That's it. That's all. I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter. And on Instagram, I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davy Portman. We didn't get to talk about your amazing lasagna, but oh, quickly, yeah, let's do it. It was an amazing. I lasagna. made an, an amazing lasagna. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably a million calories in that. Yeah, we go for it's a walk our last Wednesday the block. dinner, isn't it? For a while, for yeah, a while. Personally. So yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, a nacho lasagna. Yeah, that's right. It was pretty lit. Yeah, it was fuego. Fuego. That's right. Well, that's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And GFY. Oh, I thought you were going to say all I drink is blood. <laughs> is he a vampire now? Yeah. Vampire gimmicks? Vampire mocks. 
fuck. I wonder if he'll he'll be in our rumble. John Mox? Yeah. Or Dean. Maybe maybe he's like Angel and Angelus, like Dean Ambrose and then Mox is the vampire. Damn. I don't know. Should we go? (laughs) Shout out, vampires. (laughs) Goodbye. Fuck. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.